I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today uh, something different. We usually tell you what to eat, what not to eat. In this show, we're telling you when to eat. And it's called intermittent fasting. Now, fasting means you're not eating food. Now, whenever you're fasting, whether it's religious reasons or you're intermittent fasting, you always want to make sure you stay hydrated. So make sure you're drinking water. Water is perfectly fine when you're fasting. And with intermittent fasting, what you do is you take a certain time and you eat at a certain time and you then don't eat for a certain time. So right before the break, we were talking about how you've already done this and didn't even know it. You know, for example, if you sleep late on the weekends and wake up and you skip breakfast. And again, as a teenager, I can remember doing that a lot. Um, we often eat dinner the night before and we don't eat again until like 11 o'clock in the morning or noon uh, or even later sometimes. So there's your 16-hour fast you didn't even think about. So finally, I would suggest doing one 24-hour fast, even if you don't plan on doing intermittent fasting frequently. It's really good for your mindset to teach yourself that you're okay, you're going to survive without food. If you want to give it a shot, it's pretty amazing. You'll save money, you feel better, you don't have to do any planning, you have more time. Uh, everything changes when you take that digestive component out of your life. Now, again, we have to digest ultimately. But when you're eating good foods, when you're eating things like fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, very easy to digest, a lot of energy preserved. When you're eating steaks and potatoes and, and ice cream, very difficult to digest. Simple test you can do. One day this week, I want you to have a salad for lunch. I have a salad almost every day for lunch. So a salad for lunch, and you can add some nutritional yeast and cucumbers and avocados and peppers, whatever you want. Notice how you feel that afternoon. The next day, I want you to have a couple of slices of pepperoni pizza. I want you to see how you feel that afternoon. You're going to see how much energy it takes to break down pepperoni pizza as opposed to a salad. And then you'll say, my gosh, how much energy am I wasting every time I have a meal? And it's kind of fun because I, I use this as a, as a game almost. How much energy can I get? How much better can I feel? And when you start to realize the benefits of this, you're going to realize, wow, this is really easy. And I'm vegan. I've been a vegan about 34 years now. And people say, well, you know, don't you miss meat? Not really. Because I see all the benefits that happen. Now, I used to enjoy a meatball sandwich on Italian bread with provolone cheese. I used to enjoy that. But when I realize what it's doing to myself, the environment, to the animals, why do that anymore? There's so many other foods that are so spectacularly delicious. You don't have to worry about that. And that's, a show, that's a, another show for another time. Today, we're talking about timing of meals. So what can intermittent fasting do? How can it affect your health? You're probably aware that your body runs on what's called a circadian rhythm. And that coincides when you sleep and when you wake. But each of your organs, including the liver, muscle, fat, gut, they have their own clock. And there are certain organs that work best at certain times of the day. Now, earlier studies support this premise, indicating that nighttime eating may contribute to weight gain. Pay attention to this part. This is really important. The latest study took this a step further and showed that nighttime fasting would be a powerful weight loss tool. Researchers from the Salk Institute fed mice a high-fat, high-calorie diet, but altered when they were able to eat. 
One group of the mice had access to food both day and night. The other group had access to food only eight hours at night. That's the most active time for mice. In human terms, that would mean eight hours during the day, because again, mice are more nocturnal than we are. So despite consuming the same amount of calories, mice that had access to food for only eight hours stayed leaner and did not develop health problems like high blood pressure, uh, blood sugar, uh, chronic inflammation. They even had improved endurance on motor coordination on the exercise wheel. The all-day access group, on the other hand, again, same amount of calories, became obese and were plagued with health problems. They started getting things like high cholesterol, high blood sugar, fatty liver, metabolic problems. So what this suggests is that your body may benefit from the break it receives while fasting, whereas consistent eating can lead to metabolic exhaustion and health consequences like weight gain. So the researchers said their last work showed that it's possible to stave off metabolic diseases by simply restricting when you eat with periodic fasting, or even just by keeping your regular meal schedules rather than grazing on and off all day. Your body does well with consistency. And so again, if you ate the same amount of food in the morning, same amount of calories, most of it in the morning or most of it at night, eating it at night, you're going to gain more weight than if you ate it in the morning. So the timing of your meals are huge. And that's one of the reasons I personally like to skip dinner. When I do my intermittent fasting, I just like to skip the dinner. So what they concluded, these researchers, time-restricted feeding, intermittent fasting, is a non-pharmacological strategy against obesity and associated diseases. What did I just tell you? We now have a tool that's free that can help with obesity, uh, high blood sugar, cancer, heart disease, and all you have to do is not do something. Skip meals. So intermittent fasting may be that secret to optimum health and weight loss because it takes about six to eight hours for your body, again, we said to metabolize the glycogen stores, and after that, you actually start to shift into fat-burning mode. You can't burn fat unless you're in a fat-burning mode. It's just that simple. However, if you're replenishing your glycogen, glycogen is where we store our energy. We store our glucose, is stored as glycogen. If once, our, once glucose goes into the cells, it's used as energy. Once all the cells are filled up, their gas tanks are filled up, the body converts it into glycogen, which is our reserve tank. If we're not using the glycogen and it sits, we're not burning that up, the body then takes sugar and converts it into triglycerides, which then stored as fat. So glycogen is always going to be replenished if you eat every eight hours, and it makes it more difficult for your body to use fat stores as fuel. So it's long been known, this is not anything that's new, that restricting calories in certain animals can increase the lifespan by as much as 50%. But more recently, research suggests that sudden and intermittent caloric restriction appears to provide the same health benefits as constant caloric restriction. So you can cut back your calories all day, every day, or you can do same amount of calories and just the, the timing of what we're talking about is here is when you eat. Now, this can be helpful for those who cannot successfully reduce everyday calorie intake or aren't willing to. Fasting has been used as a spiritual practice. We talked about that. Many, many cultures have used it since ancient times, uh, but it might have been done for health purposes as well. So we may have said it was a religious purpose, but in, in fact, we're getting medicinal benefits from it. Modern science, is, science has confirmed that many health reasons, uh, many reasons you might want to fast. Again, we talked about normalizing your insulin levels. This is a key to optimum health as insulin resistance, what do we call that? Type 2 diabetes, is a primary contributing factor to nearly all chronic diseases, from heart disease to, to cancer. 
So again, getting that sugar down in your body, bringing down the insulin lower and lower, and you do that by eating less sugar, is, can has so many benefits across the board. There's a hormone called ghrelin. Ghrelin is produced in your small intestine. Ghrelin is your hunger hormone. Leptin is reproduced in your stomach. So when you eat food, the stomach releases leptin. Leptin goes into the blood system, goes up into the brain, into a part of the brain called the hypothalamus, and it says, I'm full, stop eating. So one of the things I teach in my classes and on my, cl and my shows as well, is that it takes 20 minutes to get the message from your stomach to your brain that you're full. So I always say, if you're gonna eat, oh, and you, you wanna cut back on how much you're eating, ruin your appetite. Have a half an avocado, have a couple of handfuls of nuts before you have a meal. You're gonna eat so much less food because that 20 minute cycle is going on and leptin's going into the brain, into the hypothalamus. Ghrelin is a hormone that's produced in your small intestine. And ghrelin goes to the hypothalamus and says, I'm hungry. So if you start going through intermittent fasting, it can normalize the ghrelin level so you're not as hungry. It can also promote the growth of human growth hormone. Now there's commercials, oh gosh, every couple of minutes it seems like for supplements that are gonna help human growth hormone. Human growth hormone, it's really easy. Well, the best way to make human growth hormone, one of the best ways is to fast. Intermittent fasting, not total fasting. Now that plays an important role in your health and fitness. It slows the aging process. So HGH, human growth hormone, occurs when you exercise and when you have caloric restriction and with intermittent fasting. It can lower your triglyceride levels. Why? We just talked about that. Sugar stores glycogen. Glycogen gets inverted. Uh, glycogen, once it's all filled up, sugar converts into triglycerides. Triglycerides get stored as fat and increase your risk of heart disease. Intermittent fasting can reduce inflammation and lessen free radical damage. Other research suggests fasting triggers a variety of health-promoting hormone and metabolic changes similar to those that occur when you exercise. How many people don't like exercising? I don't like exercising. I'm not a big fan. I do it, but I go, ooh, I want to go out and work out. But I'd much rather just skip a meal. Many of the same benefits. And that may help prevent age-related brain shrinkage and other chronic debilitating diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So as for weight loss, three studies from recent years investigating fasting and weight loss all showed positive results. Again, more studies on weight loss. Non-obese patients lost an average of 4% of their total fat with alternate day fasting for 22 days. Uh, their, their insulin also decreased. Alternate day fasting was also effective for obese patients. Now on fasting days, participants consumed 25% of their da daily caloric needs. On average, they lost about 5.5 pounds over eight weeks. And that's about 3% of their total body fat. Their total cholesterol, their bad cholesterol decreased. Their good cholesterol remained unchanged. Systolic blood pressure. Systolic is when the heart contracts. Diastolic is when the heart relaxes. Systolic, that stress on the heart when it was contracting, decreased. In young overweight women, alternate day fasting was just as effective as calorie restriction a lot of re uh, recent studies suggest fasting before exercise, and I've talked about this for years, may help you achieve fitness results faster by forcing your body to shed fat. So if you can work out on an empty stomach, all the better. Now, some people will take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source before they work out, so they have the nutrients that they need. And then after you work out, you wanna have no sugar for about three hours. Because if you have sugar through up to three hours after you work out, it slows down the production of human growth hormone. We don't want that. We want to increase the human growth hormone. So a lot of you, if you're working out and then have an ice cream or a soda or even a smoothie with a bunch of sugar in it, you've wasted a lot of your workout benefits.
This is where the intermittent fasting can come in and you can utilize this as part of your workout plan. Now what happens is uh, because your fat uh, bur burning, the body's fat burning processes are controlled by what's called the sympathetic nervous system. Have you ever heard me talk about this? Bet you have. Sympathetic nerves speed you up. Parasympathetic nerves slow you down. And your sympathetic nervous system is activated by exercise and by fasting. So the combination of fasting and exercise maximizes the benefits of the cellular effects and the catalysts which force the breakdown of fat and glycogen for, used for energy. So fasting may indeed push your exercise program to a whole nother level. Now, I can get dizzy if I work out, if I don't have super greens and essential source before I work out. So I've tried it many different ways. I do best with super greens and essential source mixed with water, then do my workouts, and then I don't have any sugar three hours afterwards. Now I can have a salad, I can have protein foods, but I don't want to have any carbohydrates because that's going to have an adverse effect on my human growth hormone. So now we're not just teaching you what to eat, when to eat, and when to eat when you're having activity. And now we're starting to see if this pattern develop of how to get optimum health. Optimum health is not hard. Everyone thinks it's hard. We build these huge hospitals, these research centers, uh, these drug companies. Everybody's doing research. Buy this drug, buy that drug. Optimum health is three things. Normally functioning nervous system, normally functioning digestive system, and good nutrition. Those are the keys to optimum health. And when I say digestive system, taking stress off the digestive system by doing things like intermittent fasting. Many times, and I see this a lot, I've been in practice now, you know, coming up on 36 years, the stomach or the colon can spasm. If the stomach spasms and pushes up against the diaphragm, now you may have acid reflux, heartburn, chronic cough, sinus problems. The acid is coming up into the throat and the sinuses. So in many cases, we need to adjust or massage or pull the stomach away from the diaphragm. Doesn't happen in one visit. Don't come see me and expect you, you're going to walk on water when we're done. It takes a series of treatments, only a few weeks. But if we can pull the stomach away from the diaphragm, if we can adjust the spine and open up the nerve supply, that's what chiropractors do. And then we can get you on a good diet and now a planned diet, planned time diet, I guess. Now you've got all these tools at your, at your disposal to get well and stay well. You'll save a ton of money. Chances are you'll feel better. You'll have more energy. you sleep better. Your love life improves. You lose weight. Digestion gets better. No downside to doing this, except no one's ever taught you how to do it. So intermittent fasting can become part of your overall healthcare protocol, even if you're under medical treatment. You don't have to do one or the other, you can do both. So if you're exercising, exercising on an empty stomach is great. And the reason is because exercise and fasting yield what's called acute oxidative uh, stress, which are essential for maintaining optimal muscle. You have to put stress on the muscles in order for them to work, to build. Many find it works well to skip breakfast, exercise, and then break their fast after their workout. So that's another way you can skip a meal. And that would allow you to get the best of both worlds, the benefits of a workout in the fasted state. And protein loading for recovery about a half hour uh, or to an hour afterwards. Again, no carbs. No carbs about two or three hours after your workout. You'll see amazing results with that too. So it, let's not, uh, intermittent fasting is not starving yourself. Let's make clear, it's not starving yourself. Fasting does not mean abstaining from all food for extended periods of time. It can be dangerous and counterproductive. It's important that intermittent fasting, uh, the way we look at it, is a dramatic reduction in caloric intake at regular intervals. It's the timing. 
So whether you opt for a 16, 20, 24 hour uh, fast, uh, once a week, twice a week, fasting every day, you're simply delaying certain meals. That's all it is. It's not more complicated than that. Skip breakfast, then exercise on an empty stomach. Like I said earlier, I skip dinner, usually twice a week, uh, and it's great. I'm done with work. I don't have to worry about dinner. I have to worry about shopping. I have to go to a restaurant. I'm done. So on those days, many times, instead of going home and being around food, I'll go out. Maybe, I'll, maybe it's my time to go shopping. Maybe it's time to go for a walk. Maybe it's time to uh, call a buddy of mine and just chat on the phone for a while. Clean the house. But avoiding the food, I find dinner. Again, you can do breakfast, whatever works best for you. Now, if you're hypoglycemic, if you're diabetic, if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, be more cautious with fasting. It may be best to serve to avoid it entirely uh, until you've normalized your blood glucose, your insulin levels. And if you don't know how to do that, go to our website, drjoe.com, type in the search bar, diabetes. We did a show on that not long ago. And we talk about how to stabilize your insulin levels and stabilize your blood sugar. Once again, I do very well if I take super greens and essential source before I go work out if I'm skipping a meal, for, if I'm skipping breakfast. So I, I can't, my, my, my mind is so set, I can't imagine a day without Dr. Joe's super greens and Dr. Joe's essential source. I take all my supplements when I'm fasting. I take omega-3 fatty acids every day for brain function, for anti-inflammatory function. I take B-complex. If I'm uh, eating a cooked meal, which of course I wouldn't be doing in this case because I'm skipping a meal, I take Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes. I take adrenal support every day. As we get older, as we're stressed out, as we, uh, if we do stimulants like coffee or tea, which I don't do, but if you're doing stimulants, that's putting stress on the adrenals. So there are herbs that have been shown to help the adrenal glands function more efficiently. So that's kind of my morning routine. I take the Super Greens Essential Source, which everybody should be taking. That's the minimum supplement you should be taking. And that's on the website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E. Then I take the omega-3s for brain function. Again, as a vegan, I get my omega-3s from algae, which is the purest form of, of omega-3 in the world. The fish oil, you run the risk of mercury toxicity. And so uh, even the krill oil, which is better than the fish oil, the algae is even better than the krill. So there are supplements I take every day. All that's on the website, drjoe.com. We have over 1,000 hours of podcasts, so just pick and choose what you want to listen to. We have audio and video. depends how you learn. Audio, video, we have it all there for you. If you're healthy, this is great. If you're sick, let's get you healthy. And then you can start doing more intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is likely going to give you a health boost, especially if you've already mastered a good diet, which we've been talking about for years now, which really should be the first step. You know, if you don't know what to eat, go to my website, drjoe.com. First video you should watch is called The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition. Right, type that in the search bar. Second one I want you to listen to is called So What Can I Eat? And then we talk about what you can eat. So when you cut out or delay meals, we're talking about intermittent fasting today. T cutting out meals and delaying certain meals throughout the day. It becomes all, all the more important to maximize the nutrients that you do eat. Because you're probably going to be eating less meals. So fasting combined with a highly processed, toxic diet is not going to give you the health benefits. So again, follow Dr. Joe's nutrition rules, seven deadly sins in nutrition, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Make sure you're getting at least super greens and essential source, omega-3s, enzymes, adrenal support, vitamin D. I couldn't imagine a day without those supplements. And when you start doing it, patients say the same thing. Gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? It's so inexpensive. I feel so good. I'm saving a ton of money. Most people report when they take super greens and essential source, their hunger goes away. So again, if you're worried about the hunger, take the super greens and essential source in place of a meal and chances are you're not gonna be hungry anyway. Because when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food, you're hungry for nutrition. 
So let's talk about some evidence-based health benefits of intermittent fasting. There's a lot out there. It changes the function of your cells, your genes, your hormones. When you don't eat for a while, several things happen to your body. For example, your body initiates important cellular repair processes and changes hormone levels to make stored body fat more accessible. So your body heals better. And as a chiropractor, my team of doctors and I want to get you to heal as fast as possible. There's some changes that occur in your body. Your insulin levels, we talked about that a little bit. Blood insulin levels drop significantly. Uh, that facilitates fat burning. Human growth hormone, the blood levels of growth hormone may increase by as much as fivefold. So here we are having these commercials. Take this pill. It might sometimes, maybe on some days, help HGH. I've never seen the research to prove that to me. I have seen the research that intermittent fasting can help your human growth hormone up to five-fold increase. Higher levels of HGH can facilitate fat burning and muscle gain. Bunch of other benefits. It can repair the cells in the body. The body in, uh, in, in, it induces important cellular repair processes when you're not eating so much. It can remove waste products from the cells. It can flush out waste products. Gene expression. When the genes become active, they're more beneficial in several genes and molecules related to longevity and protection against disease. These genes are activated, and that can help you live better and longer. A lot of benefits of intermittent fasting are related to those changes in the hormones, the gene expression, the function of the cells. Bottom line is this. When you fast, Insulin levels drop, human growth hormone levels increase, your cells initiate important cellular repair processes and change which genes they express so the healthy ones become more active. Intermittent fasting can help you lose weight and especially the belly fat. People say, Dr. Joe, how to get rid of my belly fat? Here's your answer. Many of those who try intermittent fasting are doing so in order to lose weight. That's a big motivating factor. I'm okay with that. I've, I've quoted this song by Olita Adams from way back when. And the line in the song is, I don't care how you get here, just get here. So I don't care what motivates you to start doing this, just do it. You're going to get all the benefits no matter what. It doesn't matter what your motivation is. All these benefits be, come to you. So intermittent fasting is going to make you eat fewer meals. So unless you compensate by eating so much more during the other meals, you're going to end up taking in fewer calories. And again, when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food, you're hungry for nutrition. So by eating high-quality meals and taking supplements like Dr. Joe's Supergreens and Essential Source and all the other ones I talked about, that's when you really start to see way mega benefits. You always get benefits, you're going to see even more benefits. Why not? It's cheaper to do it this way too. Intermittent fasting enhances the hormone function. We talked about HGH to help you lose weight. Higher levels of growth hormone and increased amounts of norepinephrine can start to give you energy. And so when you start taking norepinephrine, noradrenaline, depending where it is in the body, it has a different name, increases the breakdown of fat and facilitates the use for energy. So now you're burning the fat and you're getting energy from it. It's like putting more gas in the gas tank. For this reason, short-term fasting actually increases your metabolic rate up to 14%. Wow, how easy is that? It can help you burn more calories. So in other words, intermittent fasting works on both sides of the coin. It can, it, it can help with uh, caloric burning, and it can help you utilize the fat that you already have. It boosts your metabolic rate, and it reduces the amount of food you're eating, which reduces your calories in your body. One study, a review of scientific literature, that's what was found, intermittent fasting can cause weight loss of 3 to 8% over as quickly as 3 weeks and up to 24 weeks. This is a huge amount. Imagine losing that much weight. The people also lost, uh, who did this, 4 to 7% of their waist circumference, which indicates that they lost a lot of the belly fat. So when people ask me about the belly fat, intermittent fasting is huge.
Now, again, it's okay to be hungry. You're not going to lose your mind if you're hungry. And once you do it for a couple of days, and don't focus on the hunger. What I want you to focus on is how good you feel. Gosh, I'm hungry, but you know, I do have a lot of energy. You know, I'm hungry, but gosh, I, I, I feel like I want to go out and do things. You know, I'm hungry, but gosh, maybe I'm feeling a little romantic now. I'm hungry, but I want to go work out. I want to work later at work. You'll be fascinated at the benefits that happen. So don't focus on the only negative of intermittent fasting is you get a little hungry. You'll feel better, you'll lose weight, you'll have more energy, you'll save money, you'll save time, so you don't have to plan meals. It's gonna be fascinating when you do it. Try it, even just one day. Skip dinner one day a week and notice how you feel. I can almost guarantee you'll be happy with this choice. Folks, I'm almost out of time. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. If you have any questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. On the website, over a thousand hours of podcasts. If you wanna make an appointment to come see us, I think you should. Because all of us would benefit from a, a checkup. We'll check your nervous system. We're chiropractors. Check the nervous system. Check for pinched nerves. 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. You could have a pinched nerve and not know it. That's why you come see us. And we'll check the nerves that feel pain and the nerves that don't feel pain. We can do a nutritional workup on you. We can check your diet. If you have acid reflux, heartburn, there's ways to adjust the stomach and in many cases resolve these issues. Getting to the cause of the problem and not just treating the symptoms. And again, the minimum supplements you should be taking every day are what? Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source. All this information is on the website, including this show, drjoe.com. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.